Hello and welcome to Kaplan's NCLEX PrepCast, brought to you by KaplanNursing.com, which offers prep courses for both the NCLEX RN and NCLEX PN examinations. Today we're going to talk about a topic that for many of you might be bringing you back to high school or perhaps sometime after high school when you're considering a second career as a nurse, and that is how do you get accepted into your top choice nursing program? If you're someone who's listening to this podcast simply because you are interested in the nursing field or have not yet taken that jump to become a nurse and enter into a nursing program, this is going to be the perfect podcast episode for you because we're going to talk about those steps that are involved in getting accepted and really looking into the different nursing programs that are out there and then beginning your journey as a nursing student. And of course, we have a, a special guest on the podcast with us today to talk about this subject, and her name is Connie Perkins. She has been a nurse for about eight years and is in her seventh year as an educator. Specifically, she has been with Kaplan as an NCLEX instructor for the last three years and is also an educator at the University of Pittsburgh. So hello to Connie. How are you? Good. How are you? I am doing very well, thank you. How are things in Pennsylvania? Oh, a little rainy, but you know, not terrible. It's the same here in New York. It's just that time yeah. of year. We get, right. Actually, it's it's like that the whole year, I should say. We yeah. get a lot of rain. <laughs> so I know I gave uh, the listeners a little bit of information about you, but that's definitely not the same as hearing it from uh, from the source. So I was wondering if you could just talk a little bit uh, to the listeners about your background as a, as a nurse, as a nursing student, and as a, an educator. Oh, sure. So um, to start out, um, I was a traditional student. I did go from um, high school uh, to college. I took the um, BSN route, um, which is right from high school to a bachelor's degree, traditional four-year program through Mansfield University of Pennsylvania. Um, I then graduated and started working in a rural um community hospital, uh, which gave me great experiences because I was able to do every specialty. I started in our intensive care unit, of course, um, and then moved to med surge. Um, I took a float position leading me to OB, um, behavioral health, um, the ER, and um, even some skilled nursing um, here and there. Um, and that really allowed me to work with every type of patient, uh, little and big, <laughs> and uh, give me some ideas of what I wanted to do with my practice as well as what I wanted to do for patient populations. Uh, that led me into um, being inspired to uh, teach, uh, which <laughs> happened very quickly um, because that was something that I got in my feedback uh, throughout my time at the bedside was how much easy how easy it was for me to talk to people uh, educate something that always came back in my feedback um, but then I decided you know if I'm going to going to teach I would like to go on for a master's degree so I continued with uh, Mansfield University of Pennsylvania and chose an MSN program I um, got that degree in um, administration and leadership because it was something else that I was interested in that I thought I could use that to educate but I could also use that um, to manage and stay in my rural community and um, you know and lead others um, is what I was really interested in rather that be management or education then after I really got into education and became more of a 
you know, leadership lady, I suppose that's what I primarily teach is leadership and uh, med surge. Uh, I, I really uh, decided that it was time um, to pursue a doctorate degree. So I continued on through Capella University to achieve a um, PhD in um, nursing education. So um, that has helped me a lot with understanding how to educate the adult population as well as what they need um, as students and remembering what it was like when I was in school and what I needed, that helped me a lot. Um, and I did both the traditional face-to-face -face as well as online. Um, education. So that has helped me a lot. Um, and of course, you know, when I teach my Kaplan courses, I'm big into the management of care because of my master's degree. Um, right. I love that. section. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, so that has been um, a big part of it. And now um, I still work per diem at my hospital. I cover uh, both supervision as well as uh, the float pool, working in the emergency room, med surge, intensive care, sometimes OB, you know, wherever they need me. So it still gives me that you know, connection to the patients, um, as well as, you know, going into the uh, hospital with my students is always really um, a plus of the position. Sounds like you're incredibly ambitious, which is great <laughs> that you've done so much in such a, it's not even a short period of time, it's about 10 years, but that's still uh, just mm -hmm. listing off of the everything that you've done. Anyone would think that you've been in this field for 20, 25 years. So uh, yeah. it's, it's great yeah, to hear Yeah, I really that. packed it in there. Yeah, which is excellent. Um, and I know you said that you went straight from high school into a BSN. Was nursing something that you always knew you wanted to do? Or was there a moment that you, you kind of knew? What was the inspiration for you to go to nursing school? Well, and you know, that's kind of funny um, that you asked that question because, you know, my, um, my dad was sick, you know, when I was um, a teenager and I did help care for him. Uh, he passed away when I was about 16. Um, but you know, I didn't look at it that way. I didn't look at it like I wanted to be a caregiver for others. I just knew I had to take care of my dad. But after he had passed away, um, you know, I had things uh, financially to take care of for him. So college was never in the cards for me. Um, my dad didn't graduate high school and uh, my mom didn't go to college. So I was first generation. Um, I, I have a very supportive family um, and they we're okay with whatever I wanted to do, just wanted to support me. So I wasn't going to go, actually. Um, I didn't apply to nursing school till very late, actually. Um, and um, I just, it kind of came to me one day that, you know, maybe I'll go later, maybe I'll do something else. And the guidance counselor of the school, uh, my high school actually reached out to me and said, mm, I haven't seen that you applied for college. And I said, oh, no, I'm not going. And he said, mm, I've met you. You need to go to college. And I said, well, you know, I've got some other things. And he helped me through those other things. And he said, just apply. Just apply. You never know. Um, and I applied. And um you know, I ended up going and actually um, I didn't get into the nursing program. Uh, that was really uh, kind of heartbreaking because I was late. Uh, but I made my decision that, you know, I've always been kind of a headstrong person. I kind of made my decision that, you know what? No, now I want to go. Um, and, and I'm I can do well at this. I know I can. So I kind of uh, went up to um, the college in Mansfield. And I waited for the director of nursing's office door to be open long enough for me to get in. And I begged and I pleaded and I gave my case. And um, she admitted me and she said, wow. you're going to have to stand. We don't have seats. Um, and I said, I can stand and learn. I know I can. And uh, four years later, I graduated as the president of the class. 
You know, I said you were ambitious. I had no idea until you just yeah. said that story. That's incredible. Yeah. Um, really yeah. good for you. <laughs> yeah, it was a, you know, it was a very challenging time. You know, I was trying to, um, you know, take care of everything um, that my dad couldn't, you know, before he passed away and, you know, everything that I could do at home. But, you know, I knew that there was something more and I was very, very lucky. Um, I, of course, uh, still ha I have, I still have my high school sweetheart. My husband and I um, both went to nursing school, and he was already going there to be a nurse, uh, to be a nurse there. And he said, you know, it's okay, you know, I'll go, you can go later. And I said, no, you know, I want to go too. Um, so he was a big supporter in that as well. He said, I don't think that's a good idea to just wait in outside her office. He's always been more the realistic one, you know. <laughs> but yeah. he said, but if that's what you got to do, and you know, uh, I did so. That was a big thing because he he was on track, you know, right from the get go. He um, had, uh, you know, hopes of college, knew he wanted to be a nurse, you know, all that stuff. And I said, well, if you're going to do it, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> so then the more I shadowed, I did go to um, my local hospital that I still work at um, and shadow in that department to make sure that that's what I wanted. Um, you know, and they were very supportive as well. So that made a big difference. Yeah, that's 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 really an incredible story. Um <laughs> So I guess as we start, you know, you're talking a lot about this, this drive that you, well, had and then didn't necessarily have, but then got back while you were right. in uh, high school and then applying to uh, nursing programs a little bit late. But let's say there's someone who is currently a sophomore in high school or a junior in high school, and that student really knows that uh, he or she wants to go to nursing school. What can that student do to begin preparing for uh, nursing school and nursing school applications while still in high school. Yeah, absolutely. That is a great time, honestly, to start thinking about it, especially if you know that's what you want to do. You have that drive. You know that's what you want to do with um, your future career. Then, you know, start now. You know, um, a lot of high schools, most high schools anymore, are offering college credit courses. That's a huge one. Now, as I advise students, um, I'm starting to advise students in my position now, and that's something that's huge. You know, if you can knock out an English, um, a math, that leaves not only, you know, is it financially, you know, a better opportunity, but that leaves some open um, spots for later on when you're in the nursing program that you can focus on your sciences, your nursing, that kind of stuff, and still remain full time. You know, um, you don't have to push yourself to do 16 or 18 credits uh, to get out on time if that's what you want to look at it as, because you've got those already taken care of. You can also, um, take the SATs early and then retake them. Um, that is a huge part of it, of course. You know, that's part of every admission um, process is uh, standardized testing. So we look at that um, through the University of Pittsburgh, the branch campus I work at. We look at that. We want about a 110 uh, for your SATs, but certainly, um, you know, we don't look at every one. We look at whatever you submit the latest usually. So if you don't get a 110, you know, take a prep course um, and, you know, uh, get back in and do it again. Uh, so that's a big one. And focusing on your science classes as well. The better understanding of biology, chemistry um, that you have in high school, the easier it is going to be for you in uh, college. And that all makes a lot of sense. That the earlier you take, like you said, the SATs, the more you, time you have to dedicate to your college applications and, and your nursing school applications. Uh, definitely taking uh, 
college level classes to to get some of those credits under your belt going into nursing school is helpful. And of course, you want to focus on your science classes. So uh, that all makes a lot of sense. For someone who's not necessarily in high school, but let's say considering nursing as a second career, uh, I know it's different, obviously, because you're not going to be taking science classes necessarily. But um, what can someone who is say, a, a working professional in a totally unrelated field do who suddenly becomes ex- is inspired to become a nurse and wants to go to nursing school, how can they prepare to uh, enter into a nursing program? Honestly, you know, jump on the internet, you know, see what programs are out there. If you do already have a college degree, you know, a lot of that's going to transfer, you know, depending on what you took, depending on how long ago it was. But I love non-traditional students and I love working with non-traditional nurses, I got to say, because they come with life experience that, you know, I can't teach you know, things, they look at things differently. Maybe it's by experience. They've been a patient. They've been a family member at the bedside, um, you know, or they have different reasons uh, for becoming a nurse, um, you know, different inspiration. So, you know, that's what I would suggest. And if you're not an internet person, that's fine. You know, pick a college, you know, um, ask around um, and go to one of their open houses. You know, we advertise several um, every year. And you just have to show up, essentially. Uh, you know, if you don't register online, we take you. You know, we, we want you to come and just have a look. And we'll answer any question that you have um, about it. Because I think sometimes that's a barrier uh, for non-traditionals, depending. You know, um, they think, oh, gosh, I don't want to go back to school. And, oh, you know, all the technology. But honestly, if you're a face-to-face person, just, you know, ask around, you know, ask a nurse if you know a nurse, um, you know, uh, call a, a local hospital and just say, hey, you know, how do I get involved in this? And just start from there, you know, look, look around, ask and show up. I mean, it worked for me. <laughs> yeah, it, de- it definitely did. So it's something right. to be said for just uh, to sh- for showing up. Uh, yeah, I think you got to have a plan in place and uh, some yeah. humility. Yeah, the open house is a good is a good way you know look at the advertisements yeah yeah and hopefully don't apply uh too late you know although you had that success uh story which is a i think it's a unique exception as opposed to a general rule so (laughs) you definitely want to apply i think earlier than later but you know so you mentioned you want to do your research how do you even go about picking uh nursing schools um you know are are there certain processes you should take and, and how do you narrow that list to the schools that you apply to is there a certain number you should apply to what's that process like for actually selecting the schools you want to attend? Sure. Um, So I would definitely recommend, um, you know, thinking about your inspiration. Now with a traditional, you know, student out of high school, you might be wanting to go and get that real college experience where you live there and, you know, have activities and things like that. Um, you might want to be far from home. You might want to be close to home. You know, that's up to you. So a location, I think, is a big thing. Uh, and even for the non-traditional students, um, I think location is an even bigger thing, of course. If you're, you know, have kids raising a family, uh, have to work part-time uh, while you go to school, that's a big part of it. Um, but you should also consider, to um, where they do their clinicals, uh, especially if you want to stay in the area. So if you are a non-traditional student and you think, okay, you know, I would like to work at 
such and such hospital, then I would start asking those questions. Uh, where do you do your clinicals, you know, university, whatever. And um, if one of them is the clinical site, then you might have a better chance of getting a job afterwards because that clinical instructor likely works at that hospital or is very familiar with the uh, clinical uh, administration of that hospital and they can recommend you for a job. You also will have a leg up if you do get hired because you're familiar already with um, where the atmosphere of the hospital, I suppose. Uh, so that's a big thing too. Um, I know a lot of people, um, you know, look at it for price, of course, that's a big thing. Uh, my big recommendation is, of course, making sure that you get into an accredited program, which will be well advertised, and that's something you could always ask, you know, what is the accreditation standing of your uh, facility? Um, but it's typically, you know, uh, advertised well on the websites. Um, you want to maybe look at transfer credits if you're coming in non-traditionally or, you know, have college credits from high school, making sure that it, you get the most um, out of your transfers. Um, you can even ask, um, you know, distance type of questions, you know, if you are going to be driving, um, you know, how far is the college, how far is the furthest clinical site. If you're going to try to be working 3 to 11, you know, that's a traditional shift um, in nursing. Maybe you're a CNA now or an LPN or something. Um, that could be something that you want to look at um, as well, as well as what degree um, is offered at the institution because there are different levels of um, nursing. And it sounds very familiar to anyone, I think, who's applied to college and gone to college. You, you look at all those different factors, right? You look at where it's located and where you want to be. If you want to be close, you want to be far away, how much it costs what degrees they offer, uh, is it accredited in the program you want to go to, where do you want to work in the, in the long run, and do they recruit from that school? It's all very practical information. Um, when should you think about applying? I mean, how much time should you give yourself? Is it better to start earlier rather than later? When should you go about actually preparing to apply and then even applying to these programs? Or does it depend? Yeah, I mean, sometimes it depends. Most nursing schools admit primarily in the fall. You're not going to see a lot of them that admit in the winter, just because we like to have that, you know, sequential uh, step from fall to winter and fall to winter and so on. Um, so I would say in the um, mid to late fall, early winter, most of your deadlines are going to be around there. Um, and you want to give yourself the time to fill out the application. A lot of times it is just submitting documents, you know, transfer credits, you know, maybe an essay, something like that. But, you know, I recommend any writing, you know, that you do that you write it take a few days from it and then revisit it and make sure that you're answering the question that's being asked and thinking about, you know, who's going to be reading this, you know, that kind of stuff so that your application um, does stand out. Yeah. And I know you definitely have to spend time writing those essays. It's uh, yes. not something you write in a day. It's something you right. said you, you want to edit, let it sit, show it to someone else, get their opinion, edit it, let it sit, show it to someone else, get their opinion. Right. Let it sit. It's, it's definitely a process. Uh, and I, I know you, you kind of hinted at the fact that there are the different way, uh, different entry options, I should say, into nursing school. Um, what are those entry options and is there one that's better than another? Or again, does it depend? Yeah. I mean, that's a great question, Matt. So there are, um, 
as far as registered nursing goes, you can start, um, there are still some diploma programs out there where that you primarily stay at a hospital um, and you get all your training there. That's usually about a three-year route. But as far as universities and uh, campus, uh, college campuses, um, the smaller ones there, go community. That's what I was looking at, community colleges. Thank you. <laughs> and um, uh, as far as they go, um, usually an associate um, degree in nursing or associate of science in nursing is going to be that two to three year level um, that allows you to sit and take um, for one sit and take your Kaplan course then take your state boards um, and um, become a licensed registered nurse in the state of your choosing um, but um, the more popular and the more requested at especially urban and any more rural as well is the baccalaureate level that BSN uh, bachelor's of science in nursing so some colleges um, I went the traditional route um, from high school to bachelor's degree. There was no associate degree option there. So after four years, I could take my state board um, and become a registered nurse. Now um, at the university I work, and this is pretty common elsewhere, um, they offer both the associate degree and the bachelor's degree. So what they would do is have you obtain the associate degree. You can work if you want part-time. Um, we don't recommend full-time, of course, if you're coming back for our NWSN program, um, but you can start working uh, per diem part-time and then continue on in the Bachelor of Science program and then in another year, maybe two at most, um, you could finish uh, with a BSN and you also leave that college arena with not only the BSN, but experience as well. Um, if you choose to work during it. So that's a nice option. Yeah, and I know that the NCSBN is recommending more BSNs. So yeah. that's something I think students may want to consider as well. Um, yeah. But it's it's good to know that there are a lot of different options out there. Yeah. So here's the million-dollar question. <laughs> you, know, you know where you want to go. Yep. And let's say it's a competitive program or yep. it's not even a competitive program. How do you stand out as an applicant and make sure or at least increase your chances, you can never be 100% sure, but how do you increase your chances of getting into that nursing program? How do you stand out? Absolutely. So, of course, it starts with that application process, making sure that you hit the deadlines, answer the questions, ask, submit all the documents. Um, but it never hurts to make sure that you, you know, just like you recommended, Matt, have somebody read that over and make sure that they even say, wow, this person really stands out. They're going to read, you know, 60, 70, I don't know, maybe even 100 applications. But what are they going to remember about you? Maybe it is your inspiration to be a nurse. Maybe it's your background, life experience, um, that kind of stuff. They're going to be reading that, and I want them to remember exactly who I am and say, well, without a doubt, you know, this one's going to be driven. And that's something we look for is not just what inspired you, but we want to know that you have the right motivation to do the hard stuff. You know, make sure that you're going to clinicals, doing your homework, you know, coming in for the extra sessions, you know, um, and really just doing everything you can to be successful. So that actually, that picture of you starts when we read your application. It's also um, important that uh, you're very professional. You know, that's something that we look for as well. Uh, remember those reading your documents are the ones that could be grading you. So, you know, we'll pick up on a typo or slang or, you know, anything like that uh, jargon. 
Um, and then don't be afraid to follow up on the application. You certainly, you know, I don't recommend you going to the campus, you know, but whoever that app, the person is that you're submitting it to, or even just, um, you know, going to the website and looking for someone in the nursing program to email. Hi, you know, I know the deadline was this and I submitted it. Just wanted to follow up and let you know that I'm really excited, hoping to hear back, um, you know, making sure that you got all my documents and please let me know if you have any further questions. I'd be happy to answer them. Somebody taking that extra step tells us you're going to take those extra steps when you're in the program and you're going to be likely more successful. So, you know, don't be afraid to follow up on that. Yeah, of course, actions speak louder than words. It, right. you know, it's one thing to say that you're going to uh, take initiative. It's another thing altogether to show that you're taking initiative. Uh, so that's, mm -hmm. that's all really good advice. Mm -hmm. well, let's say you do get accepted and it says that you were accepted as a pre-nursing student. Okay. What exactly does that mean? Yeah, and I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly what I focused my uh, dissertation research on was pre-nursing because that is bigger and bigger everywhere. Um, so what happens is if somebody, um, you know, maybe applies late or, um, you know, just didn't make the cutoff with rather their GPA or uh, transfer credits or SAT scores, um, but we think, you know what, like they, they could have the potential. Let's go ahead and admit them into uh, what we call a pre-nursing program. So that would be a student who um, is preliminarily in the nursing program, but maybe we'll start out that first year taking general education credits, um, you know, being introduced to the tutoring center, the, you know, academic advisor, um, and then applying in the spring. Um, just like a normal person would, you know, that didn't get into uh, college at all, you know, from the get go, then they would apply because now their grades, you know, we have a better GPA, we have some things under their belt, maybe they can include that in their essay then is, I'm here, I've been here in the fall, I did this, this, and this, I'm utilizing this, this, and this, and this is, you know, I'm going to be successful. So then, as long as they fulfill everything, their GPA is correct, you know, um, usually around a 2.75, 3.0, depending on the program, um, you want to be around there, then we say, okay, then you're admitted in the fall, which is great uh, because now you can, you already have your math or science or English or something, you know, out of the way. Then when you get into the nursing program, you're going to carry about 12 credits because in rather than that 16 or 18 because you've already gotten some things out of the way so um, I think something and something that I found in my research is that pre-nursing um, you know people see and they go oh well I didn't get it in the nursing program I'm gonna look somewhere else or I'm gonna wait a year or something and that's not something that I recommend because it is a great opportunity because these students are more successful sometimes because they're not carrying that huge load you know, uh, the following year. So pre-nursing is actually a really great option. The only downfall is some scholarships uh, that you get want you to be nursing major, not pre-nursing. But keep in mind, you know, that sometimes it is so much more worth it to balance your plate and then apply for the scholarship the next year. So pre-nursing is a really great option. And at our school, um, you know, it we put you on the uh, baccalaureate track and you can still graduate in four years just like you would getting a bachelor's degree anyways. So it really doesn't take more time or more money. Um, it's just your frame of mind. That's great to know. It sounds like a lot like a stepping stone into a yeah. nursing program. Absolutely. Uh, 
So that's, a, that's and that's probably a, you know a great way to look at it if you if you do get accepted into that type of uh, into that type of program. Right. So um, the, my my last question, which is also let's say like a two million dollar question, is you get accepted <laughs> into this program and you're all excited and you're you're ready to to jump into the nursing curriculum in front of you. How do you ensure that you stay successful um, in that nursing program? Yeah, so that's huge because once you've worked so hard to get in and this is what you really want, you need to set yourself up for every chance for success. My biggest, biggest tip is organization, of course. We give you so much to focus on. You have to go to clinicals. You have this assignment. You have that assignment. You've got your classes. Then the other classes that are non-nursing, they have, you know, their things they need as well. So the biggest tip that I would say is get a calendar. Rather, you are electronic, you know, you want to do it on your iPhone, that's fine. You know, if you want to do it by paper, that's fine. You want your email to pop up and tell you that you're supposed to be somewhere, that's fine too. You know, set that rate out, lay it out for the entire semester, where you're supposed to be, what you're supposed to do, and then look for those opportunities to take advantage of the additional things that I think a lot of college students don't realize that they already pay for. You know, if you are doing okay in a class, you think, oh, I don't need the tutoring center. Well, you know what? It comes with your tuition at most places. My recommendation is if you get an hour worth of tutoring that comes with it, go over to the center and do that because you're essentially paying for it. So if that gives you five more points on a test, then that's, you know, worth it. And you want to think too, even the tutoring for other classes outside of nursing, if that bumps you from a B to an A, that's going to help your overall GPA because it's not just what you get in your nursing and science classes. It's your overall GPA or QPA. So you, you know, can do all those things as well to increase that, get you better standing, make you more successful um, in staying in the nursing program. You know, I also am big on reaching out to uh, professors. You know, we um, are kind of a smaller campus since we're a branch campus of the University of Pittsburgh, and we all have office hours. Um, you know, everybody does, of course, but we're very particular on that. You know, if it doesn't work with your schedule, email us. We'll come in. You know, we might just be at a meeting. You know, I post my office hours are certain times, but I'm often there a lot more um, than that. Uh, I just, you know, might be in a meeting or I might be grading something, but I would stop very quickly to help a student. And, you know, I, I'm going to remember that, you know, so-and-so came to my office and she said, hey, this is what I'm doing. You know, what can I do uh, better? Do you have any suggestions? I'm going to remember that because I think that shows a lot of what you're going to be like as a nurse because there is no dumb question. I'm a big person on that. Um, but that motivation to learn, to utilize all the resources, you have to do that as a nurse. There is the health, the entire healthcare team has to care for a patient. And if you are utilizing all the resources, you're going to get exactly what that patient needs. So, you know, when you're just reaching out to a faculty member, you're really doing more than that. You're showing us a lot of what you're going to be as a nurse. And that's something that we respect. Um, and that will remember. So that can help a ton. That's great advice. It's, uh, again, all about taking initiative, <laughs> using the resources right. that are available to you. Uh, right. And as you said, staying or organized. Uh, yes. It, I think it's, and it all comes down to hard work, of course. Yes. You got to work hard to, to succeed in anything. Um, right. 
Well, awesome. Well, Connie, thank you so much for coming on to our show and talking to us about uh, getting accepted and how to get accepted into your top choice nursing program. And we'll have to invite you back and have you on the show again for uh, another topic. Yes, absolutely. I'd love that. Great. Thank you so much, Connie. Take care. Thanks. And for those of you who are listening at home, I would love to know if you are someone who is looking into nursing school now, what are your top choice programs? Or if you are already in nursing school or even in your nursing career at this point, uh, where did you you actually end up going to nursing school and what was that experience like? You can reach out to us on Facebook at Kaplan NCLEX Prep, uh, at Twitter at Kaplan NCLEX or even on uh, at Instagram at Kaplan Enclex uh, Prep, and you can let us know uh, what your top choice nursing programs were. And of course, reach out to us and let us know what topics you would like to see on the show in a future episode. Or remember to uh, subscribe to our podcast and leave us a rating and a comment in the iTunes store to let us know what you think about our uh, podcast. And I want to thank you all so much, as always, for tuning in, and we look forward to seeing you again in a future prepcast.